Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. I've been encouraging entrepreneurs and small business owners to get in front of your audience with helpful and entertaining content. I know I sound like a completely, completely sound like a broke record, but uh, that's been what I've been encouraging everyone to do during this season of lockdown. I stress the importance of organic brand building during this COVID-19 shelter in place order, especially since online consumption is up over 60% during all this time. And even yesterday, I talked about how you've got to pivot to survive. Your business has to, has to shift and has to adapt to the current reality. Now, just this morning, I saw an article about MasterCard. Now, we talked about MasterCard last year when they rolled out their brand new Sonic branding strategy. But in this article, it talks about what MasterCard is doing right now during this COVID-19 market environment. Now, this article was on marketingdive.com, and uh, the, the headline was MasterCard's CMO on sustaining brand building, including Sonic marketing amid coronavirus. In the article, uh, and I hope I pronounce his name right, it's the chief marketing officer of MasterCard, Raja Rajamanar, spoke to Marketing Dive about quickly pivoting to an at-home strategy for MasterCard's priceless platform that integrates the Sonic branding architecture. And... uh they're doing exactly what I've been talking to you guys as small business owners and entrepreneurs about. Here's a quote from Raja Rajamanar, the CMO of MasterCard. Quote, our strategy remains the same. Our objectives remain the same, but our approach has been modified. Our tactics have to change to reflect the current reality. And that's what I've been saying. That was that was my whole point yesterday was your tactics have to change to face this new reality. And I find it uh, quite cool that this article came out right after I put out yesterday's podcast. But here's a little excerpt from uh, from the article that I wanted to read to give you some context here. And I'm, I'm going to read a few different things and tell you what they're doing. Uh, as lockdown spread across the country, MasterCard shifted to an at-home strategy for its priceless platform that seeks to translate its focus on curated sensory experiences to the masses who are sheltered in place. So basically they're creating content for people who are home consuming content. The change up has included ambassador led streaming content like live cooking shows and an emphasis on newer channels. MasterCard was already dabbling in such as esports. Many of the at-home digital priceless experiences are hosted on MasterCard's online content hub. For each activation, MasterCard looks to uphold a consistent integrated presence for its Sonic brand and other assets as a means of reassuring and connecting with people in a difficult time, according to Rajamanar. 
Uh, streaming is another area that we're seeing a surge in consumption among people sheltered in place. And I've been talking about that as well. And this talks about how MasterCard is leaning heavily into partnerships that they have to capitalize on that trend and the elevated interest for cooking videos and sports content and other informational content and things of that nature. It talks about how like they've got a partnership with chef JJ Johnson who holds virtual cooking classes, prepping comfort food like seafood gumbo and then pro golfer Ian Poulter who hosted a half hour stream with his eight year old son offering tips for people looking to practice their golf swings at home. So they've been putting content across all those activations and apps like Twitter, Instagram stories. So MasterCard has attempted to really reinforce different elements of its brand. Rajaminar said that uh, our brand's visual presence and our brand's sonic presence is completely embedded. So totally smart. The brand has to be visible. We can't go dark, he says, of the marketing amid the pandemic. Now that's that's excellent. That is great. And that's exactly what we all should be doing as businesses right now, as entrepreneurs, as small business owners. Right now, it's really adapt or die, even for big companies, it seems. So this is an excellent example of what I've been talking about over the past two weeks. But here's where it takes a little bit of a departure for me. Just yesterday, I talked about how some people view selling and selling their goods and services during this time to be patently opportunistic or greedy and self-serving. Now, the article goes on, and there's another quote from the CMO. He said, but the time is not to sell. This is a time to serve, he added. This is a time to enable and not be opportunistic. There's that word again. He goes on to say, people, the moment they see that you're self-serving, they will reject you. You have to be very careful and thoughtful, Rajamanar said. Now, this is just my personal opinion. So you're pivoting to, quote, change to reflect the current reality, which is people being at home consuming boatloads of content. You're ramping up your content strategy, which is really nothing more than branding and marketing when you get down to it. And you're going all in on your sonic branding to reach a captive audience that's stuck at home. Tell me how that's not being opportunistic. I mean, seriously, you've got to be naive to believe that the the business and our economy is not built on ethical opportunism. Customer has need. You feel need. You get compensated for filling need. Customer has problem. You solve problem. You get compensated for solving problem. Opportunism. When you engage in branding, you're being self-serving. When you create content to entertain and inform your customers, that's what you're doing. You're branding, which means you're being self-serving. Yeah, you're thinking about what they might like, 
but you have the end goal in mind of serving yourself to get them to convert as customers and keep using you and your service and your product. You've got a vested interest in serving your customers, and that's so you'll get paid. It's all self-serving. Ethical opportunism. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how the system works. On the other hand, I'm sure there are a lot of people that have an aversion to wanting companies to thrive and grow, especially big corporations during all this stuff. I mean, some people are gunning for people to fail. With the whole movement of, and I'm going to get on a little soapbox here, but with the whole movement of shop local, don't use big companies. Big companies are the devil. There are those people who think that the economy is a zero-sum game. If money goes in your pocket, it comes out of my pocket. If you get richer, I get poorer. That's just a faulty mentality, but the problem is it's a prevalent one. At the risk of digressing, I want to talk a little bit more about this topic. Yes, I fully 100% believe in supporting my local economy, my local business, my local business owners. But I don't believe in neglecting the big box or the franchise or the chain. And here's why. They're still contributing a great deal to our local economy. They're providing jobs to people that need jobs. Local people are managers. Local people are employees. There's tax money involved. Local people own many of these franchises and chains. All they're doing is deciding to start a proven business model instead of reinventing the wheel or starting something new on their own that hasn't been proven. So I should believe that, I mean, I believe that we should support our entire local economy by supporting all of our local businesses, not just the small mom and pops. Okay, now <laughs> that rant's over, and I would love to hear your opinion of that. Have you thought about that before? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Let me know in the comments. Now, back to the MasterCard article before we wrap up. I commend them for having the foresight to know that the marketplace is fundamentally changing and is likely changing for good. And pivoting to reflect that is a good thing. I commend them for that. But I feel that acknowledging how they've changed, like their own acknowledgement of how they've changed to reflect the new reality they're being disingenuous to pretend that they're only thinking about their customers and not their bottom line or else they wouldn't be marketing and branding themselves, period. They know that this is the time to sell. Now is the time to push content. Now is the time to go all in on your sonic branding. Now is the time to sell and to serve because they're one and the same. What do you think? If you think you might need help with your branding, marketing, advertising, promotional materials, or other creative business solutions, message me or give me a call at 
3 Butler. Clayton C. Butler here, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. And as always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.